As yet nobody welcomes you to the newly expanded Get This with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. And today the polls are looking bad for the government. They need a Tampa-style distraction. We'll dive into the think tank, see if we can come up with one. Oh, no, some pusscats turn nasty. Let's find out what happened. Important information from YouTube. Cats <laughs> leaping backwards into sinks coming up. The judge from the Anna Nicole Smith case uh, has been busted on the chuff. Mm. Is it the curse of Anna Nicole? Ah, $100,000 worth of jewellery stolen brilliantly. Elderly streakers, topless court appearances. <laughs> it's all coming up on Nude News. Jamie from Big Brother. Is he getting a bad rap? Maybe he'll be appearing on our new segment, Cringing Embarrassment. Uh. Uh, we'll have movie subtitling disasters mm. and uh, healthy living the Ben Cousins way. <laughs> Oh, Ron Shelton. Yeah, Ron Shelton's going to be here. Love the a bit of Ron Shelton action. Get this. It's uh, it's where yesterday we were joined by discount warplane warehouse kingpin, Dr. Brendan Nelson. <laughs> it was absolutely fantastic. It's a phenomenal experience. Uh, we naturally didn't break the speed limit. We stuck below the speed of sound. That's what we do. Ah, it's the models. Mm. Out of sight. Out of mind here at Get This on Triple M around the nation. Good morning, everybody. It's me, Tony Martin. It's Ed Cavalier. Hello. And, of course, Richard Marzel yes. pushing buttons. Yes. Joining us in the next hour, Ryan Shelton. Mm. Great. Not Ron Shelton, like I said. No, sir. Who is Ron Shelton? He sounds familiar. Is he the, involved? The drummer in Genesis. Uh, the director of Bull Durham. You should have known <laughs> uh, that one. Okay. Come on, Richard. Enough movie <laughs> references. Yeah. I think the sports news today. What's happened with that Ben Cousins? Oh, jeez. Yeah. No What's going good. on there? I thought you were going to play the sports sting. And I was <laughs> yeah. well, in panic station. Didn't have anything ready? <laughs> no. Let the sting do all the work. No. It is Yaz after all. Mm. I don't know much about that Ben Cousins. Well, I mean, he's a star West Coast Eagle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that goes without a saying. A He's a Brownlow medal winner. Good mm. on him. Um, he performed, he excelled last year in the grand final. Right. Yeah. Um, and has had a, a string of uh, well-publicised incidents at, out of school. The suggestions uh, of drugs. Yep. I don't know if that's true, but he is calling his house the Cousins Laboratories. So I'm not <laughs> sure if that's... Is that sporting humour? We need to get back onto safe ground. What about nude news? Oh. Have we got a musical intro? <laughs> it's time for nude news. Everybody nude. Everybody nude. Nude news. Everybody nude. Everybody nude. Nude news. Everybody nude. Everybody nude. Okay, Whoa. the bar has been raised. They're quite demanding, those guys. And listen to this from Perth in Scotland. Yeah. They've got their own Perth over there. Detectives are hunting a naked old-age pensioner who has been spotted joyriding around local bowling greens <laughs> on a scooter for the disabled. <laughs> wow. uh, one witness uh, called the police, but the elderly streaker then put his clothes back on and drove off, <laughs> thus blending into the crowd. <laughs> Uh, they failed to find the mystery man believed to be in his 70s. Wow, streak on one of them scooters. Poor old Mr. Bullsack. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, they call him the streak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he's very slowly coming over here again. I'm so old, it takes a long time to turn my head. Oh, gosh, it's not all the way to... Ah, oh, I saw some stuff. Pull I... over, driver. <laughs> what a car chase. Oh, he's put his clothes back on. We'll never catch him now. Uh, a lot of wind drag. In the paper today, there is an artist's impression of the NADS. Please call Crime Stoppers if you recognise them. <laughs> Shout for that bloke. 
Hey, here's some uh, nude news from New Zealand. Mm. A witness in a Palmerston courtroom has given evidence while topless. Now, this was a case against an alternative medicine practitioner who has been accused of uh, touching the breasts of his patients. Now, that's obviously not funny. Yeah, but maybe that's his uh, approach. All right. Very alternative medicine. Oh, alternative medicine. (laughs) Could work. But, you know, the idea of someone uh, being topless in the courtroom, it says that uh, they needed the woman to be topless to demonstrate how the bloke's rigorous massaging Aww. had caused her bra to uh, fall to the ground, Benny Hill style. <laughs> yes! There we are. Gee, so it's a serious case, but you've got topless women in the courtroom. Oh, yeah. All right, could we please have some decorum in the court, ladies and gentlemen? For this demonstration, let's keep it tasteful. Bailiff? It's getting hot in here, so take off all your You can testify, but you can't touch. (laughs) Okay. I don't know. There'd be a a sensitive... I've got a different... It's in the article, because we all have the same article. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that's why. I found it in the Adelaide Advertiser. I got the Courier-Mail's version, <laughs> yeah. and Rich has got a first-hand account. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, but it says here that the rigorous massaging mm. caused her bra to shake free, oh, exposing okay. her breast to the court. Mm. It's good stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, my mum wanted me to become a lawyer when I was growing up, and I thought, nah, I might <laughs> go to the acting game. I think I was wrong. <laughs> Why can't Zara Gard Wilson uh, get up to get some uh, give some evidence? Ah, oh, that'd be a fun courtroom. <laughs> Erection, Your Honour, <laughs> sustain. Hello. Oh, good morning. He's lightning on those this morning, Rich. Are we all done? <laughs> Have we emptied out that sorry bag of jokes? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> You're looking, going back for a second pass. Look at you. Here's a story that really, uh, oh, this you don't want to read this over breakfast. Talk show host Rosie O'Donnell uh, hangs nude uh, upside down for up to 30 minutes a day to improve her mental state. Gee, the image of a nude Rosie O'Donnell hanging upside down, it certainly quickens my mental step. <laughs> Get out of there. <laughs> hanging upside down for 30 minutes, however, does not improve the Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas. <laughs> So hanging upside, is that a, a serious theory? The idea is the blood goes to your head, so blood therefore goes to the, head. the brain's working more. Then you, when you get back down, your, your brain's so full of blood that you can think better. Ah, maybe we should start doing that in the studio. Like so hang on, so people emerging from uh, Fun Park power blackouts are suddenly markedly <laughs> more intelligent. Geniuses. People staggering off the oh, yeah, whirlpool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm much smarter now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, Pythagoras uh, was on a very ancient roller coaster that got yeah. stuck yeah. and came down and thought, Bam. Triangles. I yep. think I got something, guys. I see now that the ghost train is merely an amalgam of tatty fairground tricks. <laughs> I couldn't see it before. That hanging upside down has cleared do the they, brain. Do they do a ghost train? I haven't seen a ghost train for a long time. Yeah. Do they still do the guy oh, yeah. in, the, in the latex mask jumping out? Ah, and it's yeah. clearly the guy that just sold you the ticket. Oh, they look. Got, they've still got the bow tie and the, little, and the waistcoat on underneath the rubber mask. One by one, all the tricks in the ghost train just collapse and they're not replaced. I think I went on a ghost train that was just... Uh, <laughs> Coke cans, empty Coke cans, hanging on bits of string, just banging into your head for like two minutes. That's all it was. This is fro- oh, it's quite, sc- ow, quite scary. Uh, Nikki's holding up enough fingers to suggest that that is the end of new news. Oh. Everybody new, everybody new, new news. Everybody new, everybody new, new news. Everybody new, everybody new, everybody new, new news. Thirsty Merc, 20 good reasons here at Get This on Triple M. Good morning, everybody.
around the nation. We had some uh, alarming courtroom testimony earlier. But if that uh, if that alternative medicine practitioner mm. gets struck off the alternative, whatever it is, yeah, and his act pretty much is he can massage so vigorously that bras fall off. Yes. Dinner theatre circuit. Oh, wow. Absolutely. Or maybe the Adelaide busking competition. <laughs> is that on? Uh, yeah, it is on. She says some sad photos in the advertiser. <laughs> Busker entertains crowd. Four people standing around. Yeah. It's the city of action. What have um, you got there, Richard? The International Buskers Festival. Oh, of course, yeah. Adelaide is the city of buskers. It is. Um, Glenn oh, Nicholas. Uh, annoying. Yes. Uh, Eddie Izzard, I think, has performed uh, as a busker, mm. like early, like in the 80s. Oh, yep, yep. Um, but there's lots of guys vying for the prize. <laughs> Everyone leather pants to a man. There's about 17 straightjacket acts. Everyone, <laughs> everyone called Dragon or Warlock. Yeah. Uh, Do we have any representatives there? But we should do. Yeah. They're all from my, England, aren't they? My friend used to be in a saxophone outfit, and they used to play around Christmas time in Rundle Mall. Called, Dressed as a saxophone. Called Group Sax. Oh, okay. Good name. Okay, look, that Sorry. reminds me of uh, we're looking for <laughs> the worst headline of the year. We're always doing that. Last year's winner was Lachey Breaky Heart. Yeah. Mm. Ouch. Mm. Look at this from the Telegraph yesterday about the Pauline Hanson David Oldfield affair. Oh, yes. Please explain. Oh. Is that our leading contender? Yeah, that's winning so far. And then on the back of that, I've just noticed there's a picture of that Morris Yemmer. Mm. Premier Yemmer, New South Wales. Always photographed, it looks to me like... You know that thing they do in the women's mags when they want to run a story about somebody who's on the gear? On the gear. So what they do is they get some footage of the person and you step through the frames until they've got their eyes half open. They're just finishing a blink. And so their eyes are half open. They look kind of off their nut. Mm. It seems that you get that no matter when you do a picture of Morris Yuma. <laughs> he always looks like it's the eyes are half open. Well, he's always just been rustled out of bed. What? What a transport? What are you talking about? He's got that just coming Jeez. over from the Viper Club look. <laughs> no matter when you take a shot of him. We've got off the subject court cases. Uh, we mentioned court oh, cases. Oh, good, good. What about Phil Spector's new wig? Oh, that's helping, isn't it? Oh, dear. The crazy afro was at least funny. Distracting. <laughs> this is just uh, creepy, possibly involved in Jambonet case style or weird, if he's to ju- me. <laughs> maybe that is, a- is that helping yeah, endear him to the jury? But maybe there's an opening in the band Hanson, and he's going for it. <laughs> That's yeah. the look he's going for. So there. Hanson needs somebody who looks like a, an elderly morphine addict <laughs> from the 18th century. <laughs> look at that. I mean, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Is there film? Is there going to be... Cameras in the courtroom. Is he going to be wearing a different one every day? That's a good idea. Funny wig day. Everybody gets to wear one. <laughs> and I'd like to think that the judge... Hang on, hang on. Maybe he's going to auction them off after each day on eBay oh, to yeah, pay yeah. for the uh, you know massive legal fees. Maybe just all the people in the courtroom, instead of wearing those uh, you know barristers' wigs, just all get the Spectre wigs <laughs> Spectre on. Spectre wigs. Great. Going with the afro today or the down Robert Reed. Sorry, uh... Sorry, Your Honour, my uh, afro is getting quite hard to manage. Can't hear a word. Can't hear a word of what's being said. The judge just with a Napoleon Dynamite up top. <laughs> and then, of course, the judge. I'd like to think that they could get the judge from the Anna Nicole Smith case. He's to, a bit, uh, uh, what's he up to? Well, he's been arrested in a park smoking a joint. <laughs> It's the curse of Anna Nicole. <laughs> Everyone even vaguely related to that case. It just won't die. The story will not die. He's taking a league out of the uh, mm. a leaf out of the Colombian drug laws uh, dealing kind of feeling. If you're going to do drugs, kids, mm. don't do them. No, of course not. But not in a park. No, you'll get busted. Yeah, parks are open places. You know. Yeah. Well, you think a judge might be across that idea? Yeah. 
But I guess after that case, it's just... He was very upset. The case was very upsetting <laughs> yeah. for him. Yeah. Maybe he's turned to the reefer to yeah. help him cope. Yeah, I'm sure he has. Mm. Uh, so, does that lead us to science, does it, Richard Marsden? Hoverboard news. Oh, hover, how's the bloke? some hoverboard news? The, the seven-year-old bloke with his anti-gravity machine. Have we got any updates There's on that? There's no updates on him. Deep uh, in Gippsland, a man has a wheelbarrow that can reverse gravity. Yeah. He is our scientist of the year. At the moment, I'm just ruffling. Who's the opposition leader in New South Wales? Debnam. Yeah. <laughs> Every time he's answering a question, it's like, okay, just let me find that. <laughs> is that your Peter Debnam, is it? I don't know. Very good. A, a paper Very Russell. good, Debnam. Science news, please, Mr. Marslin. Uh, well, there's some news actually through that ice cream can actually help a woman conceive. Ice cream. Yeah. What a fun way to help you through the conception process. For because sure. often, you know, a lot of people go to yoga. Yeah. Uh, they play around with different foods. Um, some people have sex. <laughs> they do. Nut cases. <laughs> and that's crazy. Uh, the study has found that eating high-fat dairy foods, such as ice cream, reduces the risk of ovulation failure. This is all a step in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, the research involved 18,555 women aged 24 to 42 of different ages, socioeconomic backgrounds, yes. and races as well. Mm. Um, the scientists are still wondering why white, Caucasian, and African women conceive successfully while the pink strawberry flavoured ones were left behind. Oh, yeah. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing news from the world of science, Ed. That's a sweet joke. (laughs) Not tonight, dear. I have an ice cream headache. That is so good. (laughs) Pick that up. You know what? We're going to go out on that. That Are you serious? I loved it, Rich. I've got more science news coming next. I'll get this. That's the Jovi. You give love a bad name. Here we get this. It's Triple M, no matter where you're listening. And don't forget to visit the Triple M website, and in particular, the Get This website. The union has described the site as a death trap. Oh, that's that's not true. That's unfair. Because the new... We've got two new podcasts up. Right. Well, firstly, there's the Boyle cast with Danny Boyle. That's Danny still up Boyle. there. Podcast 66 has gone up. That's got, uh, oh, poor old Mr. Ballsack oh, is on there. poor old The origins. Mr. Yeah. Now, people are hearing Ball us say that, and they think we're just, Roll, Mr. Ballsack, who could hang a name on you? People are saying, what are you talking about? It was a letter to Crystal's uh, Page and Zoo magazine. Uh, Flea from Toowoomba was worried mm. uh, about teabagging. Oh, he yeah. wanted to know whether testes were important. Yes. Crystal has assured him that they are. Yep. And the practice of teabagging becomes more common. Mm. That doesn't explain it at all. Doesn't it? Well, you didn't use the phrase poor old Mr. Ballsack. Poor old Mr. Ballsack uh, called in yeah. and said that he... Uh, he was being re- ignored. Exactly. It's all explained on Podcast 66. Yep. So much on there. A bit of uh, Peter Costello's evidence Good. about Kevin Rudd. Uh, that episode where we went AM is on there. Mm. Then, when you think that's probably enough... Oh, I'm sick of it. Podcast 67 is up there. Each one is 40 minutes. Wow. Not just collars and cuffs. Nope. Not just snipping off the back announcers. No, sir. It's like an album every time. Yep. So much editing goes on. Great. Download that, 67. You'd, you'd think our show was really slick. Every day if you yeah. listen to the it podcast. Sounds, yeah, it, it sounds does. pretty... Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are in uh, 67 awesome. and uh, stuff about attention deficit, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's all in there. <laughs> Sorry? Well done. Two podcasts up today. <laughs> Check them out. In the meantime, a lot of letters uh, inquiring about Jamie from Big Brother, mm-hmm. the winner. Remember Jamie from last year? So good. Being here, so good. And we haven't managed to find that poetry. We must dig that out. No, that's okay. What's the latest? Well, yesterday we uh, said that he's, you know, obviously doing his bit for humanity by telling buskers to F off. Mm. Uh, yeah. But here it is. There was an article in Zoo saying that he spent 100000 he himself saying that he'd spent 100000 bucks 
partying, you know, drinking booze. A hundred grand just now, on booze. Now, Who is he, Glenn Mill? Now, look at what a good party it is. Look at that photograph. <laughs> a man in a kind of beanie with a cap on the front, wearing two singlets, drinking a beer in his kitchen by himself. <sighs> Going the chug. I want to party with you, bro. <laughs> so but is that the prize money from Big Brother? No, no, he's put that away somewhere, apparently. He's mm. invested it in uh, pictures of himself. <laughs> uh, anyway, but here we go. <laughs> apparently not true. Oh, really? Apparently, it was a zoo uh, magazine kind of stage bit of beat-up. Jamie oh, said it's not actually true. I didn't spend 100 grand on booze. That zoo magazine. If we can't trust zoo, who can we this trust? This is what I'm saying. <laughs> maybe, and I don't want to I don't want to say this, but mm. maybe Flea's question about teabagging was written by someone oh, else. Oh, no. No, no, I can't. So I can't, be, I can't, I can't oh, no, I'll be I can't, questioning no. everything now. No, Keely's breast. I'll be look, questioning <laughs> them now. Do they, do they not have their own light source, you know? <laughs> Because here we get to TV week, because we know that people perhaps... <laughs> we know that people perhaps... Write in, how do I get myself out of this tone? You're so much better at allegedly. <laughs> You're so going, much better at it. Just chuck an allegedly in. Allegedly, the letters in TV week yeah. are written by... Who? Publicists. That's it. For the TV Sizzle networks. merchants. Mm. Okay, listen to this. Bring back Mr. Squiggle, the man from the moon. It was such an iconic show. Who says that? I fondly remember the grumpy blackboard telling Squiggle to hurry up from Rhiannon. Now, somehow, thankfully for Rhiannon, oh, look at this. The editor's written back, said, I'm with you, Rhiannon. Oh, hopefully the ABC will uh, you know, answer your plea and put it back on the box. But you can buy all the DVDs <laughs> oh, out okay. now. Well, wow. uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it could be written by real people. You reckon? Could be like those people you hear in radio promotions talking about <laughs> variety all the time. <laughs> I love variety. When I get to my workday and I need the laughs I need to get me through my workday, I turn to the show with the laugh day works I need. <laughs> Was that even a sense? I think so. Uh, okay, how are we going for time, Nikki? Good. We're going good because uh, Mr. Marsland is sitting on gold. I just know he is. Am I really? Are you? How so? I can see something in front of you. Don't be shy, Mr. Marsden. No, that was for that was for new news, but it didn't end up happening. Hand it over. What You've is probably this? seen that. In Poli- breaking new 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 far out. Yeah, in breaking nude news. You've got some breaking nude news, have you? This is the one about uh, the Victoria Police Constable exposing her breast while in uniform, sending it to her boyfriend, and then it gets That's circulated uh-huh. through the force's internal email. How does yeah. that happen, though? But what is the problem? Mm. It's okay. I'm sure that uh, you know people in uniform who wear uniforms every day, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, emergency service workers put them on to enhance the lovemaking process <laughs> <laughs> in the bedroom. Why is that an issue? I just think if you're taking a photograph of yourself, uh, Norg's akimbo, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't CC it to everybody. No, that- just don't CC it. That's true. BCC it. Maybe take it to somebody. Yeah, that's a good Maybe idea. don't email it to offices yeah, no, away. Maybe yeah. just take it and plonk it on their desk. It's much safer for work. I mean, or really, go and show them live. Mm. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Do it in the office. <laughs> just, just pop down to the police yeah. lineup. Bang. Hello. Yeah. She but, sent it on just thinking, what will be the fascination with a policewoman in the nude wearing a police uniform? None at all. No. This won't be forwarded no. on like crazy. <laughs> the safest thing to do if you're at work. I've done it, and I recommend it to everyone, is don't even enable your email at all. Ah, you are so good at that. I got in this year, and Nikki told me I had 900 emails banked yeah. up <laughs> from people who'd been emailing me from last April. Yep. And then again in June, going, why are you so rude? You never call back. <laughs> and it's, it saves so much time. Yeah. Guys, I have on a serious note, as a teenager, feeling confident about your body can be hard. Even exercising can make you feel uncomfortable when you think that people are staring at you at the gym or when you're jogging. 
But the biggest loser has really made me open my eyes. If you set your mind towards it, you can achieve your weight loss goal. I will achieve mine so there can be hope for everyone else out there. Thank you, biggest loser. <laughs> and that's to the TV week. That's from Danny to the TV week. <laughs> Danny from 10 Publicity. Come on. <laughs> Don't enable your email at work. That is my <laughs> advice. Right. Because by not uh, answering any of your emails, mm. you're saving so much time that we had before the time-saving device of email was invented. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah. Uh, we have some important stuff to talk about. The government are in trouble. Uh-oh. We're going to do something. We need to help. Yeah. You wouldn't think you'd get them out of this. Hear it on this show. A distraction is what they need. A new tamper. We're going to find one next. Get this. I'm angry about them, and I don't pretend for a moment uh, they're not damaging. Brought to you by Roadog, who plays in a metal band, collects phantom comics, and hates hippies. He's our choice to replace Senator Santoro. Let's get this around the nation coming for you live from the Cousins Laboratories. Uh, Let's get straight to music today, shall we? Um, I don't know. uh, What about some xylophone? We don't have a lot of xylophone on the show. No, definitely not. Can you play the guitar yet? Uh, Yeah, but I only know kind of like one chord and Mm. it's kind of tinny. Okay, well, I'll get us started. Here we go. Oh, okay. How's that? It's a bit repetitive. I just I can't keep doing this on the xylophone forever. Richard, can you inject some action or something? Rock out. Do it. Oh, bang! Rastafari. Yeah. Still not convinced. Can you do a dodgy Michael Hutchins impression? Oh, okay. That's in excess here at Get This on Triple M. Everywhere, Andrew has called up to say that song sounds like the girl from Ipanema. Okay. Yeah, okay. By Antonio Carlos Jobam, if I remember correctly. Let's let's get up Talkback Mountain. What is going on in Parliament? I love that. I love that new thing. It's very avant-garde, isn't it? I love it. So good. Psychedelia. It's going to be a good segment, clearly. Man. You know, the John Howard, he's basically standing on one side of Parliament, firing guns at the other side, Yeah, but the corpses are falling behind him. I know. What's oh, going okay. on there? Uh, it's tracer bullets. It's not working. Poor little guy. Senator Santo Santoro <laughs> is gone. We're making it much easier for newsreaders. <laughs> Have we found a whole bunch of grabs featuring the word Santo so we can use them for when <laughs> Santo Chilara... I don't know who you're speaking of. <laughs> comes in. Do you mean Snato Garo? Sorry, yes. <laughs> because it's not often that there are as many in the news. I know. I was sitting at home thinking that. <laughs> I was going, should I start a Santo file? <laughs> And I'm sure he's sitting at home thinking, yes. that's what they'll be doing. Oh. So. That's what he'd expect us to do. So right. we shan't do it then. No, no we'll yeah. just drag out some more of his accordion work <laughs> yes. in the late 80s, like we yes. usually do when Snatto drops uh, by. We miss him. What do the government need to do? I mean, they're, you know, they're yep. falling in the polls. None yep. of their dirty tricks seem to be working. No, nothing's sticking. Costello's out of ideas. Out of there. Abbott's out of ideas. He's just in the Speedos, you know, mm-hmm. hanging around Manly, polling <laughs> the electorate. Is he doing that now? Oh, every time, if you go to Manly... Look out, because he'll be rubbing up against you in the speedos. Tony Abbott, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's Debnam is in the speedos. Debnam's holding down the east side of Sydney in the speedos. <laughs> so at the twin towers of speedo work. And then over on the north side, Abbott, Abbott's mm. rubbing shoulders. Well, they need a distraction. They need a... Ta- Remember when the Tampa just... Beautiful. Cruised Beautiful. In? It was as though it was straight from central casting. <laughs> it was as though a week before, Howard had just called up. Can you send oh, 350 of them? I need them to arrive on this date. 
and having them sort yeah. of look like they're chucking their kids into the sea, but oh, not actually. That would, yes, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, see, yeah, no, okay, yeah, no problem. Yep. They need a new tamper. Yeah. They've got that sort of kind of ID card idea. Have you seen that? It's like oh, an ID. Yeah. Card. It's not actually an ID card. It's not compulsory. That's, if you want Medicare, you can't get any unless you've got it, but it's not compulsory. Hmm. See, that's not going to, you know. But that's one of those things, the ID card, where it's it's an ID card in nascent form ready to go. So then if there's any terrorism between now and the election, click, hit the button, bang, ID card, no one will uh, have a problem with it then. Good stuff. Yeah. It's a sleeper. Yeah, it's a sleeper. Okay. But they need something Yeah, more. they need a big one. They need it. Like it was the interest rates thing last time, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. The interest rates are going to go up quickly. Mm, put an ad in the paper mm, and they'll go up anyway. Don't it wasn't mention inflation. Fault. Just yeah, concentrate whoa, on the interest rates, interest rates. Yeah. How about this? Everybody hates a dull bludger. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I watched yeah. today tonight and I'm pretty sure that everyone hates a dull bludger. Right, right, right. How about this? They've caught, they've caught, they've actually caught a bunch of sort of welfare cheats as they're calling them. Yeah, yeah. A woman who invented 20 children has claimed $622,000 in payments. Fake children? Fake children. She's invented 20 children. Right. Instead of getting a job, every time she gets a bit low on cash, she just invents a kid. <laughs> Police became suspicious when she had three kids the week before the PlayStation 3 came out. <laughs> <laughs> and they went around there to find out what, what was going on. And she's had to dress up the dog, <laughs> put a bonnet on the dog, try and breastfeed it. She's had to, you know, <laughs> lamps. Drawing a face <laughs> on a rock. That's my youngest. <laughs> Twi- she's invented 20. So, yeah. the, so she, the, you know, she's getting the baby bonus 20 times over. And it's only to, when she got to 20, they were like, you know that woman with 19 kids? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, what a, what a workload she must have. She's had another one. <laughs> That's it. It's a rod. That's a rod. So what are you saying? Get the team together. We should turn on her. We turn on her and, and her people. Doll bludgers. So we focus the hatred on doll bludgers. Doll bludgers. Okay. Because right. they'll vote green, mm-hmm. apparently. Right. And that's your big, that's your worst, that's the big problem. Yeah, yeah. The government need a distraction. What about if John Howard was to turn up at Parliament every day in a different Phil Spector week? <laughs> yeah. You know, nobody would be asking about Santoro's shares or people using stationery illegally yeah, because yeah. they'd be so mesmerised. <laughs> By the parade of do's. What's he going to have tomorrow? And then maybe if he could be arrested in a park having a chuff like the Anna Nicole judge. See, if he did a few things like that. Get, bit, get it going. Less tricky questions. And more likeable to the young voters. Absolutely. Yeah. Great. All right. What ideas? The, 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 uh, the government need a, a lovable chubby everyman. Oh, yeah. oh, a chubby, um, a chubby everyman, like the guy who plays for Bermuda. In oh the, yeah, the spinner in the World Cup. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the cricket, he's taken all these specky catches. He's an right. amazing all rounder, right. and he's sort of like when you. I thought it was a new, massive. I yeah. thought it was a new Niles Barkley film clip, <laughs> <laughs> but it was in fact this guy from Bermuda who everyone loves. He's become a cult hero of the World Cup. Yeah. That's what the government needs. A lovable fat bloke. They don't. Ha- do they have a lovable fat bloke? Because well, everyone loved Kim Beasley. Yeah, yeah even too- you know people on the other side love Kim yeah, Beasley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a lovable fat. Bloke. Rubbing his belly for luck giggling him <laughs> giggling him all right Phil see you guys i'm tickling him cross off the wigs cross off the chuff in the park yeah cross off the hating the doll bludgers nah all good stuff ways the government can turn the polls around as mad as you like people we will accept anything yeah, this is a fruit session you know grab some mushrooms have a bite give us a ring if you think poor old mr <laughs> bullsack is the answer yeah Anything at all, call us one triple three five three. Blur song two, the shortest song on radio. Always a challenge when you're doing a phone segment, and we are. It's Talkback Mount. Talkback Mount. Fuck it, Rich. 
Okay. We're helping the government today. We're mm. not chucking stuff at them like we usually are. We're not. saying, let's help them turn the polls around by coming up with a distraction. That's what they need. You know, if John Howard... Has shed his glasses and clothes for his latest role. If that was a news story... Who would be thinking about Santo Santora? Yeah. Not me. I'd just be going, when's the nude work, John? <laughs> Who's got a great idea? John, how are you? Hey, guys. Uh, what are they going to do? Oh, I reckon they should start picking on salty snacks like chips. And That's chips. a good idea. Oh, yes, because whenever, you know, you need to... It, nobody gets worried if you demonise snacks, like soft tricks, yeah. salty snacks. So uh, you think they're going to ride the kind of the, the wave of anti-kettle chip fever all the way to the next election? There you go. Yeah, so whenever John Howard gets up at a press conference and someone throws a tricky question at him, it should just be, yeah, but, well, let's forget that. What about salty snacks? Look at this footage from last night news of fat people wobbling up the street seen only from the neck down. (laughs) What are we doing about that? Shocking. Thank you, John. (laughs) Distract him. Hi, Ben. G'day, guys. How are you going? Good. What are they going to do? Well, I was thinking that we could um, maybe stage a moon landing. Oh, Oh, that's... Like Capricorn 1. Yeah, well, that's it. You know, we could send Abbott and Costello up to Warner Brothers Movie World, and you know, the budget might not be able to hand getting a spaceship up in the uh, up on the moon, but mm-hmm. Abbott and Costello up to Movie World, and we'll knock something out and have the Americans shaking in their boots. You know what they could do? They could just uh, join the cast of the Police Academy. Uh, <laughs> hilarious! Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, there you go. Tony Abbott on sound effects. Yeah. yeah. Costello as Hightower. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. I like it, Ben. I'm already distracted. Think, yeah, same here. I, I'm not thinking about the poll. No, I think you're I think you're absolutely onto something. I well just, done. I just want Abbott and Costello to go to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's keep distracting. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm pretty good. What, uh, what are we going to do? Well, my plan was, as an homage to the film Canadian Bacon, we should stage a phony war with New Zealand. Oh, good yes, idea. Canadian Bacon style. What would be the trigger for the war, do you think? Uh... No idea, just Kiwi Doll Bludgers or whatever. Yeah, Kiwi oh, Doll Bludgers. Russell Crowe's new album. Brilliant. <laughs> it could be anything. Something that she had have done that oh, we don't like. Oh, how dare they? That have... Harker, maybe. Because oh. that Harker is technically declaring war. Is it? So, you know, if John Howard was at a football game and the All Blacks did Hostile. the Harker. Right, that's it. It's on. Hostile. It's war. Done. Get the polls. Done. Here's your ID card. We're away. <laughs> Armed only with an ID card? <laughs> what if they've got guns? <laughs> Uh, nice idea there, Mike. Hi, Brad. How are you? Hi there, guys. Um, my idea was to get a new member of parliament, a bit like that um, Italian porn star a few years uh, back. Ah, yeah. Yes. Member Have of her world. sort of standing behind, standing with uh, Johnny at the press conferences and sort of each time somebody asks a difficult question, she just runs out and exposes the rest to everybody. That's a that pretty good idea. Right, yeah. Or perhaps if she's uh, she's tall enough, perhaps she could just rest them on his head. Yeah, exactly. Every time, he's, every time he speaks, it's just, what, what, sorry? And it also doubles as one of his Phil Spector wigs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, today I'm wearing breast. I can't answer that. Check out the shell. Whoa. All right, that could work. Or maybe one of the existing uh, sitting members, as it were, could, you know, go the Ron Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's hard to think of one. Which one? <laughs> Jeez, that's that really sort of lizard-faced fellow that's always behind Howard on the news. You're looking at Howard, you go, geez, then you look behind him. And there's a Komodo dragon. It's the Minister for Fishing or something. Just snatching flies from the sky with his tongue if you slow the footage down on order in the house. These are great ideas. More of them, please. Mal, how are you? Hey, how you going, fellas? Excellent. What can they do? Um, I can try and tell the truth about stuff. Dad, oh, come on, you know, like We're, we're, we're going to tax the shit out of you and then everyone will be thinking, what do they mean? Yeah, yeah. that's uh, Mal... 
it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's. Uh, it's yeah, never going to happen. Probably never work. It's never going to happen. You're more likely to see uh, John Howard wearing Norks as a hat than you are. <laughs> get some straight talk. And it never works in the movies. You know, every five years, there's one out at the moment with yeah. Robin Williams, the person the, of the year, the or president. And the plot is always it was Chris Rock last time, yeah. the president that tells the truth, yeah. yep. and then it always ends up uh, in a heartwarming distraction Nobody involving wants, a dog. Nobody wants that. No, it doesn't work in the movies. It might not work in real yeah. life. Have we Thank you, Mal. Hi, Mick. How are you? Another one. Mick, hey, hey, man, what are they going to do? Um, I think uh, use uh, use some uh, classic right wing tactics, uh, like at a bachelor party. Yeah. <laughs> to get Johnny and uh, parliamentary hit team uh, Tony having a few out of their uh, Hitler youth to yeah. uh, to grab uh, Kevin, take him down to Fishwick with a couple of salubrious ladies, <laughs> and take a few snappies yeah. in uh, dubious positions, and then um, spill it to the papers. I love it. <laughs> Yeah. I love it. It's a five-step plan. So, uh, so hang on. So, Ruddy's leaving the house for the day, and then all of a sudden, Johnny's got him in a sack, and they put him in the back of a combi, drive him out to Fishwick, all the photographs, cover him in lube, that kind of thing, and yeah. then away they go. Yeah, works Brilliant. for me. Works for you. <laughs> the mayor. We're speaking of the mayor of Brisbane. How are you, sir? Uh, oh, it's Ed Harris. <laughs> He's the mayor of Brisbane, isn't he still? Hey, Mick, so. that is a great idea, sir. Well, well, we, I think, have we got time for yeah. Mark over there from Wollongong? Oh, Mark, oh, oh, Mark, are you there? Sorry, Mark. Yes. Yeah, Mark, are you there? What are they going to do? Uh, John Howard, it'd be like Star Wars. He's he jumped. He could be Jabba the Hutt and uh, get a woman up his there saying, uh, a vote of no confidence in Johnny Howard. Okay. I'm not sure if Jabba the Hutt is a good uh, look for Howard, but I, I see what you mean. Like that big raked parliament in the Star Wars. Oh, yes. Films. Now I remember. And yeah. we've already established that Philip Ruddick would make a good uh, Palpatine. Senator Palpatine. Wonderful Palpatine. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Star like Wars uh, vote of no confidence. Yeah, not bad. Too many good ideas. Mm. We'll submit them all to uh, John Howard. Will so, we? Yeah, except, um, you know, our sister station, PLPSFM, oh, yeah. Patterson Lakes they Primary had School. They had John Howard, the real John Howard on as a guest. Yeah. Mm. We should get some footage of that. He did his uh, top three dinner party guests. The kids are going, who would you want? Who were they? Your who top they? three. And he went, uh, oh, Ricky Ponting. <laughs> Uh, I'd like an international leader, uh, Bang Bang Udiono, and my wife. Oh, okay. <laughs> How's that for a dinner party? John Howard, his wife, Ricky Ponting, and Udiono. Wow. <laughs> is that like a double date? Ricky and Bang Bang are hooked up? What's distressing about it is that he's one of the people who could organise a dinner with whoever you like. <laughs> That's right. And he's gone with Bang Bang. And the missus. And the and punters. And punter. <laughs> and you can imagine Ricky's phone's like, don't don't answer it. I know. No, don't. He's puts it on private number. I know it's John. I know. Hello, John. John, John, no, look. And the kids... I've got to play, man. I can't come around. The kids put him in the hot seat, you know, they did oh, with yeah, us. Yeah, 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 And yeah. they say, which would you want, this or that? And they go, long pants or shorts? And Howard, without even thinking about it, goes, shorts. Hey. <laughs> Hat with propeller on the top. <laughs> uh, great suggestions, everybody. We'll be back in the next hour with some cringing embarrassment and Ryan Shelton. Get this. The equivalent of four martinis, 12 glasses of wine and two tequila shooters in two hours. Brought to you by Alex and his two cats, Flash, who plays hard to get, and Winston, who's... A dirty man whore. Hope you like the show, guys. In the next hour, dead mice and string dangling. Do what I want because I can, if I don't because I want to. It's the second hour, get this. Be ignored by the step and the board because I'm gonna. And Ryan Shelton's here. Give him a round. Hey. 
Brian. Thanks for coming in again. Thanks for having me again. I feel so wanted when I get invited mm-hmm. on here. Don't so you loved. look? Don't do it yet. But you've got something hidden in your shirt. What's yeah, I am. Um, well, it's it's a present. It's it's a present for the team. But I mm. know that Ed will like it <gasps> the most. A kitten. It, <laughs> it's a flat kitten. Again, uh, a flat no, kitten. And, I, and I, I went down to the servo just before I got here to try and find just some wrapping paper. Oh yeah. Uh, and all I could find was just uh, gorilla dog wrappers. Oh, <laughs> so well. I didn't want to use yeah, them. Uh, okay. And of course, yeah. the one point five meter lolly snake. Oh. So many people who come in here, and I'm sure you're like all of our guests. Say, uh, why doesn't Triple M play more of the Hooters? The Hooters on the Blowfish. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Hootie. Oh. the Hooters. Can you name one of their two songs? Oh, no. That one about uh, the zombies, wasn't then? Yeah, All You Zombies and uh, the one oh, we about to play. All You Zombies. Yeah. Da, da, da. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, that's really? Like, that's like I've never heavy, heard of them. It's a heavy journey, that song. All right. Let's play All You Zombies. Sadly, we've got the other one. Oh. You're a Triple M. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, just danced apparently for some time. That's the Hooters here at Get This. It's the second hour on Triple M. And yes, another fake round. Why not for Ryan Shelton? You've seen him on Thank God You're Here and Real Stories and other things. I'm just ticking over like that Hooters. Yeah. I didn't realise there's a couple of Hooters that I was thinking of, but yeah. that's, the, that's the Hooters. You that's were thinking all. of the popular restaurant chain. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you've uh, managed to get past uh, security, mm-hmm. past the metal detectors, sure. the sniffer dogs, mm-hmm. uh, Lee Simon and his taser. He's uh, ready to take uh, anyone down who's <laughs> causing trouble <laughs> with something hidden on your person. What is it? It's, it's uh, when I was... Uh, over the in December, I went overseas. Mm-hmm. While I was there, did meet up with Mister Cavalli, yes. Vegas for some Vegas mm-hmm. action. Oh wow! Um, but before that, I, I was just in a in a store in New York, and I found this thing, and I saw it, and I was like, "That is a Cavalli gift." I'm really excited, <laughs> and it's something that everyone can participate in on no, the show. It's, it's mine. It is, Mister Marsden. Are you ready Here for the go. fanfare? Yeah. Desktop ping pong. <laughs> Fantastic! Yep. Basically, ping pong on a midget scale. It is small bats, normal ball, small mm-hmm. net with suction cups. Oh. It's um, oh, it's. Wow. I mean, I think from from your reaction, are you speechless? Yeah, that's a good thing. Doesn't happen very often. <laughs> now you can't eat it, Ed. Unfortunately, I, well, we'll see some sauce. Uh, <laughs> So, so, I mean, level of difficulty would increase, I would have thought. See, the thing about yes. this is, right, mm. is it's got, um, it's got your traditional smooth side for spin, and then the other side of the bat, it has the, the dimples for the power shots as I, well. I dare say they thought of everything. This mm. is just, I mean, <laughs> I mean, okay. they, I mean, com- mobile phones are getting smaller. Nobody cares. <laughs> Computers have gotten smaller. Nobody cares. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Finally, a, a, like... Science has yes. put itself to good use. Yeah. You'd appreciate this. This is amazing. I what can feel it leading towards a mini table tennis tournoi. Oh, because, Ryan, you were part of the much vaunted table tennis tournament that, on this uh, show last year at Debacle, if I remember. I had a ball. had a ball. <laughs> we could get that midget gang to come in and play oh, against Ryan and I. Yeah, the Mexican midget gang. Koala Lumpur. Me- oh, qu- yeah, pardon me. <laughs> Sound the gong. What did you... Uh, <laughs> He's been accidentally racist. <laughs> if there was what? one thing that I remember thinking when we were playing that table tennis tournament, I was like... This is too big. <laughs> this is a big table. I can't reach anything. So, I mean, this is any. This is bench top tennis. Yeah, this is, yeah. you know, corridor tennis. All right, write it up on the website, and we'll never get round to doing it. As uh, additional, <laughs> you went to Vegas. Now, what was oh, I got married right. in Vegas? It's a top spot. There's so much to see. Oh, it's fantastic. It is one of those places that, looking at it, um, when you see it on TV and you see photos. 
you think oh, some you, a part of you thinks that's too cheesy. That's, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. what it's. I don't want. I'm not. I'm not that sort of a person. But the great thing is, you are that sort of a yes, person. Yes, you are. <laughs> Everyone is. Big time. <laughs> You've just got to dig deep and say, yes, I am Mr. Vegas. Uh, <laughs> yes, I want to go and look at the tigers that are sitting still at the Luxor, wishing they were dead. <laughs> yes, I'm going to take some flash photography of their sad, sad faces. <laughs> yes, you... I love the sound of poker machines. I do <laughs> like it. I guess I'm going to I'm going to spend three hours discussing whether I thought the Hard Rock Cafe Casino or Hooters had a better <laughs> feel to it. <laughs> and then did you go to one of those casinos? knows where it's just always daytime like Caesar's oh, yeah. Palace oh, yeah. has that oh, yeah, yeah. and the best thing about Caesar's Palace is that uh, the casino bleeds out into the shopping mall mm. so oh, there's no right, yeah. real joint so the pokey machines go out the door of the casino and right up the sort of main drag Yep. Of your shopping mall. And is that where they've got the sky painted yeah, on so the roof? You, you yeah. think it's two in the afternoon at all times. But what that also means is that technically the whole place is licensed. So ah. you'll see people taking their drinks oh, to yeah. the shops. Yes. <laughs> you know what the greatest thing about that is? Is that they have these things called meter margaritas. Oh, oh, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, where yeah. people ha- have these massive like yard glass Yard things. glass margaritas. Yeah, like in like fluoro yellow plastic. Mm, and yeah. it's hung around their necks because they're so heavy. And they just walk around town, like down the main street with these huge margaritas. And you see them in shoe town, trying on shoes with a yard glass margarita <laughs> range, just propping the yard glass to try against the shoe. But they're so disgusting that I don't think many people actually drink them. People get so mesmerised by, by the excitement of having a meter margarita. <laughs> if it wasn't alliteration, they wouldn't buy it. So true. Like know? so many things. So As Tony Wilson said, that's how Santo Santoro became a senator. <laughs> like ping pong. Australians love alliteration. Yeah, sure do, uh, right. All right, well, that's the surprise. Tell you what, though, if you want to uh, see some dancing, yeah. go to a nightclub on New Year's Eve with Ryan Shelton. Yeah. Feed him oh. full of Red Bull. Ooh. He was literally, oh. while the people were having sex in the booths mm-hmm. in, <laughs> the ni- in the nightclub in Vegas, <laughs> was happening. Ryan was literally the last person dragged off the dance floor. <laughs> well, I like to dance. And locked in a cage for a season. <laughs> uh, we're going to be back with more in a moment on Get This. We are, really. Will do. Thank you, Jet, here at Get This for hey, the nation hey, on Triple M. Ryan Shelton is here with us. Hey, what are you doing? Are you on... Were you involved in Rove? Is there anything you look Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do a bit of um, bit of behind-the-scenes work on Rove, and mm-hmm. every now and again, when Richard and us writers are called upon, we do sketches and oh. things like that. But yes. So that will be happening again this Are year. you uh, writing anything for Richard? Writing for him personally? Yeah, some, a vehicle. Because they haven't, the, uh... they haven't assigned <laughs> anyone to Richard yet. Uh. I do need a vehicle. That's think, a good idea. Yeah, I think, I mean, sort of like, you know, Pete and Rove, they get, they get people who, like, they like. They're like, oh, yeah, those writers are good, but Richard hasn't yet, I don't think, selected the writer worthy of oh, writing I see, his oh, material. I see what we're saying here. To make friends in so, there. like last year when you were the pantsless Mel Gibson yes. abusing people in traffic, was that something you wrote for yourself? That or? was a team of 15 people came up with <laughs> that. Oh, wow. Think tech. Yeah. yeah. And then I had to come in and improve on it. We mm. threw that to the Everybody Loves Raymond room and they threw it around for a few <laughs> weeks as well. <laughs> with some funny situations. Because oh, uh, Richard would. claims he's going to be uh, sort of the Rove show's equivalent of Dr. McDreamy. Yeah, that oh, was okay. my idea, or Dr. McSteamy. I can take each one. McMarslin sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dr. Yeah. McMarslin. Grey's Anatomy. And, you know, he's not giving much away about the new format. So what is it? It's uh, 8.30... Sunday nights. Sunday, Sunday nights. nights. I mean, can you do less at eight thirty? Does there have to be less uh, blue point. talk? Or? Talking about the nine thirty uh, watershed yeah. language. I'm not sure. I don't mm. know. I mean, I'm assuming 
We certainly wasn't much language last year that I can remember, except from Harrison Ford. Look, I've heard it's essentially uh, <laughs> strangely. Harrison Ford, yeah. I've heard that it's basically it's a knockout rebrand, rebranded. <laughs> well, that is something we didn't want to tell everyone as yet. It's oh, going to be dear. a surprise. Oh but, uh, dear! I think it's obvious. Oh yeah! <laughs> what, I mean, what else would you do? Well, I just know that there's been a lot of pontoons yeah. and a lot of sort of grease <laughs> heading out towards the studios, and I'm wondering what they're for. You know, we play a lot of music on this show. Not as much as we're supposed to, but a lot of music. Yeah. And I don't think we've ever had a reaction to a piece of music as when we played the It's a Knockout theme that time. Yeah. We should dust that off, have that Through later. Through the roof. That'd be it. great. Yeah. Uh, just while we're talking telly, there's... Uh, I love a reporter with an interesting name. Uh, and, uh, Harry Ch- Potter? Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. There's uh, Channel 9 has Jonathan Creek. I think Channel 7, yeah. And uh, there is a newsreader, I'm pretty sure I have this correct, Charmaine Tragoon. Oh, <laughs> that is exotic. That's Anton Enos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Channel yeah, 10 News yeah. has uh, Lisa Goddard Rolls. Yeah, Lisa Goddard Rolls, <laughs> doesn't she? <laughs> Gareth Borum. Yes, yeah. he does. Paul Bongiorno. <laughs> I think uh, yeah. it, on um, on on, on a, an English show which is years old now, which is which you might have seen uh, the, the day today on Brass Iron. Yeah, yeah, lot. Chris Morris's gear. Morris, ABC's Morris is, yeah. never shown it, but don't get me started. <laughs> well, they they did these um, American correspondent stories where they had the the female American reporter, and I always loved the name that they use, Barbara Wintergreen. <laughs> Such a good American reporter yeah, name, <laughs> Barbara Wintergreen. <laughs> so, so, so. Thoughtful. Yeah. Uh, there's a great one on. Ch- this is a story about Mimi McPherson. Let's not worry about the details of that story. This is from nah. Channel 10. She was also fined $1,050. If she doesn't pay, she could spend 21 days in jail. Summer Burke, 10 News. <laughs> That's a great name. Yeah. Shouldn't she be signing off like this? She was also fined $1,050. If she doesn't pay, she could spend 21 days in jail. Summer Burke. Makes me feel fine. 10 News. <laughs> Catch on. She just had a band singing that behind her every time. <laughs> Susan Croft. But hey, it's Lisa Goddard who rolls. Wouldn't you like to roll with that Lisa Goddard? Let's do it next. On get this. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Case closed. Lenny Kravitz here at Triple M. Let's get this around the nation. Ryan Shelton is with us. Let me just give some sizzle to that Real Stories DVD. Is it coming out yet? It's the... Yes, it is going to come out eventually. Um, we haven't got an exact date yet, but it is with it is with the people that make the DVD. Yeah. So people they, are not quite right, perhaps. No, th- 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 they've got it coming. It's right, coming. It's good. the it's the never ending DVD, which is what we like yeah. to call. Very it. underrated program that one. But let's not talk about that because we're talking about uh, cringing embarrassment. What's this about it? Oh, he's having a oh, sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to time mate. the snacks for during the songs here. I mean, there's one right there. <laughs> Hit the music. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> we want to play that because I know you thought of this okay. idea, uh, Ryan. Independent of us, this music. Do you mm. find you just have it going off in your head when certain yeah. situations arise? Well, there was a time when I when I went I went nuts on on Cobra Enthusiasm DVDs, and I just yeah. I had like a weekend That's of it. Great. And then the the week after, whenever I found myself in an, I, I could hear it the. Boom, in, in my head, get like I've got a soundtrack for my life, which I don't. Um, it sounded like I did. Should bring it out. Just make that clear. I uh, don't have a soundtrack. Oh, Ed Cavalier's back with us. Hi, guys. Uh, it's a big mouthful. I, was, I underestimated <laughs> Lenny's... A bit his neck. He thought I would do my traditional three minutes of waffle before I, I threw to him. I did. I knew I was in trouble when you didn't pick up a newspaper story with pink all over it. I thought, oh, hang on. He's going to ask me a question. Hey, uh, the reason we're bringing it up is that I thought of it because we went and saw Hot Fuzz. Ryan yes. and I were both at the Q&A session mm. uh, before the guys came in on the show. Mm. And there
then people get up and ask their questions, yes. and I can't, I can't handle it. When they now, get, it's not like you've got up yourself no, and asked a question, so, and you're embarrassed by your own... It's displaced embarrassment. Yes. You're embarrassed for the guy that's got up and said, well, you know, my synopsis, and it just... It just, it, you know, it gets right inside me and tears me out. And you, but you love it, right? You I, it's one of those sort of things that I <clears throat> I love seeing, not necessarily seeing people squirm, but seeing people, they they should be squirming, but they're not. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. That whole thing, I, just, it's, I find it so intriguing that they think that that's okay what they're doing. It's just someone like... And it's obviously not. It's not. Like someone jumping into the ocean and just confidently swimming towards the horizon. <laughs> like, well, I'll get somewhere in the end. Don't worry about me. You know, and, it, and, and uh, I think... Uh, you know, really dodgy stand-up is is one thing. I used to yeah, uh, right. run the theatre sports at Sydney University. Yes. That's where, and 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 that was just, you know, wow, wow. You know what I mean? <laughs> three minutes, three minutes is a long time, Tony. Yes, it's a long time when it, is. when someone's doing an it's opera when, about, you know, it's when it's uh, when a stand-up. Like I, I, I would never want to bag out stand-ups. I don't know. They're the best. Love to be able to do it, but um, I, I always cringe when when you hear oh, what's the deal. With oh. airline food, what what is the deal with uh, that? Uh, I, I think that deal was before. sorted out by Jerry Seinfeld back in '89. <laughs> but people keep reopening the file. <laughs> you know, until something new comes along in airline food, let's, yeah. let's just put it to bed. Or how about this audience participation? Yeah. Oh, that gets me so. You know, you know when, I hate that as well. Do you? I hate audience when, participation. When people get up and they get that look like this is my big chance, mm. and they've got their boring family in from somewhere boring, oh, yeah. and oh. they're going to show off to them. It's just if I if I oh. if I have a hunch that there's going to be audience participation in a show, I won't go. Really? <laughs> I'll miss the show because of it. <laughs> really? Yep, because if I... And all, and also, if I'm... I, I can't enjoy a show if I go into the theatre mm. and they, I'm put on an aisle. Because if I'm on an aisle, I'm like, yeah. they're going to... And there's going to be that awkward thing where they walk past you and, oh, no, no, yes, yeah. yes. Suddenly, oh. Shane St. James has got you on stage yeah. and you're barking like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> but I know what you mean, Ed, that sort of embarrassment where you want to get up and apologise for the yeah, person just, asking the yeah, question. Yeah, and just yeah. apologise for everyone involved. We saw one, like, years ago, I think Santo or Snato Garo still has it on tape, Max Walker interviewing Danny DeVito mm-hmm. about Throw Mama from the Train, <laughs> and he clearly hadn't seen it. He'd seen the ad where the person gets hit in the face by a frying pan. So it was 10 minutes of, I mean, what was the frying pan made out of? Did you use a rubber frying pan on that one, Danny? And and he kept getting the names of all the films, right? It was uh, Throw Mama Up the Train. And I left, you did Jewel Up the Nile. And you're sitting at home going, oh, I just want to call Danny DeVito and say we're not all like this. This is what I'm talking about. I had a miniature one of those, a miniature one. There was an article in the Rolling Stone about Quentin Tarantino, and it had a shot of him sitting in his lounge room. Uh, All the bongs had been hidden, obviously. (laughs) But I love that thing where you can see what books people have got on on their show. You can see what DVDs. And he had a stack of new DVDs that he was obviously going to watch, and on the top, was Dirty Deeds. No. And I just went, oh, no, don't watch that. Oh, don't watch that. Twelve and a half million dollar action film that ends with a bloke being thrown to some pigs. That's the end of that movie. A car chase in a back alley because they couldn't afford a period car chase, so it's sort of like a homicide style. Keep the camera tight. Lovable Paul Chubb getting kneecapped by Brian Brown. Why are we meant to love Brian Brown in that film? Because we loved him in two hands, apparently. We love love him in a hat. Okay, anything. It's it's displaced embarrassment. And someone owns it. You don't know who, but you know it's out there.
Sorry, I went off the running sheet, so I've got cringing embarrassments. Yeah, we'll it will okay accept if... any kind of okay. embarrassment, really. Well, oh, well, this is interesting. Um, I went to Sexpo a couple of years ago. For yeah, there you go. Tell us about that, brother. Got the music cued <laughs> <laughs> for for uh, for the for a radio Don't show. Don't lie. What I had to go for the radio show. I had to <laughs> when go was the radio show? Interview. It was the one that the late night sex, the sex show. show. Oh, you yeah, date, up the and date show. And I used to take... That's what Max Walker called it. <laughs> You're doing that up the date show, still rich. Is that a rubber frying pan, mate? <laughs> and it was the first sex po, uh, on an, on a nationwide run. So, uh, so a lot of the media were there, and uh, I, I was evidently walking in the background of some Vox Pops, a lot of people around the country, friends of mine, thought I was there at Sexpo to get my own individual kicks. Ah. Um, so all kinds of calls from mums and aunties yeah, and yeah, uncles. Yeah. They ask me what you yeah. got them. Yeah. Um. <laughs> all right, let's throw it open to the listeners. Have you been cringing in embarrassment, possibly just listening to this show? Let's yeah, eliminate that do, right that'll now. That'll do. That, let's get rid of that. Oh, yeah, I lost I, a few callers. Anything uh, I may have done in my past on stage yeah. uh, or <laughs> in your personal life, listeners. <laughs> Let's get rid of that right now. Call us. Tell us when you were red-faced. One triple three five three. Get this. Men who behave badly and the women who find that behaviour very attractive. Brought to you by John Leeson, who reckons the PM's emergency landing was staged. The propellers had stopped turning. The cameramen had time to position themselves outside. And every... Who's that in the booth? What? No. Get this around the nation on Triple M. Ryan Shelton is here, and who's cringing in embarrassment? Ed Cavill. Kane, how are you? G'day, guys. I'm good. Yeah, talk us through it. Uh, basically, any time... It's not a real-life thing, but any time David Brenner's on screen in the oh, office... Yeah, they, oh, yeah. They are experts. Yeah, crossover thing. That is a weird crossover, isn't <laughs> it? It's the office with this music. Walls <laughs> <laughs> are falling you know, down. What is the moment that was the most hard to sit through for you, do you think? Well, the first one that came to mind for me is when they get someone in the first series to come in and help with training the staff, and he takes over the meeting and sings his own song on oh, yeah. playing his guitar. Oh, free yeah. The Free Love Freeway. The Free Love Freeway. That's the best episode ever. I and I think if you get, is it the DVD of the Christmas special, uh, David Brent does a... a film clip. A film yeah, clip for that song with uh, Noel Gallagher. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if we could get that song on this show? Wow. Free Love Freeway. Yeah, Didn't test well. You uh, know what I, I implore everyone to do, and a lot of people have written it off, but the American version of The Office yeah. is something that, you know, Channel 10 showed, showed a few episodes, and they were the same scripts as the English one, but I would say on air that the American one is possibly as good as the English one. But what's the story you've got to get through the first few? Because I just saw the first one and it was so disgusting. I just It was like seeing somebody, you know, spray painting uh, graffiti yeah. on the Mona Lisa. You've got mm. to get through it. Yeah, got to... Second, second series and third series are just brilliant. Mm. I'm going to go brilliant. with him here. We thank watched, you, right. we watched. Yeah, you fair enough. To, you that was, have to. Uh, Kane, thank you. Hi, Sam. How are you? Yeah, not bad. What uh, happened? A couple of years back when Nancy Cartwright was out oh, yeah. doing the... Um, my life as a ten-year-old boy show. So she did the whole show, and at the end she had a Q and A. Yeah. Now you probably guess that, that someone decided to do their best impre- uh, oh. attempt at a prope- professor Frank impersonation. Oh. <laughs> Give it to him. Everyone, you could just feel it. Just go. God, no! Please don't. Oh. No. Oh, he's done it. Yes. Oh. That is just. That is. That, and how? Did, it's just. You don't know where to turn. You know, like you just. You wish like the big hook, like the old vaudeville hook, yeah, would just come yeah. out of nowhere and drag him out of there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did that with uh, Harry Shearer was out here for uh, Frontline. Oh yeah, and uh, my wife had to drive him somewhere, so I was in the car. Uh-oh. And everyone except the driver was a bit pissed. 
And I've just, we've said, oh, he said, I have to get to my hotels down here. And then we couldn't find our way to the, and we've seen the hotel and I've gone, yes. Oh, no. no <laughs> and it. then I've gone, oh, I'll never. And then he saved me by doing an excellent. And uh, so it was all like, it was just letting you know it's all right. Yeah. It's happened before. Yeah. We're a bit drunk. Gosh. I'll talk you down. It's <laughs> going to be fine. Jesus. Yeah, that was close time. Very and you got sued by the Simpsons the next yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Brendan. How are you? Good, mate. Yourself? Great, man. What happened? Well, I also uh, went down to uh, Sexpo with a couple of mates. Yeah, I saw you there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, <laughs> it's amazing. Head over, we just headed over down to Crown afterwards to get a bite to eat. Yeah. And a bit of the crowd was following, you know. And um, all of a sudden, this girl's at the ATM in front of everyone, probably the most packed place at Crown, out of her bag full of bloody vibrator. Oh. <laughs> in front of everyone, and it's rolled away. And oh. did, it, did it switch itself on and start and, buzzing? And all of a sudden, everyone's diving on it. <laughs> <laughs> like five cents rolling down the down oh, the foot's on would it. Would you rather have five cents or uh, yeah? Well, there you go. And, and Brenda, did the uh, owner have a line to cover it? Oh, mate, I think um, her face, her face. Everyone just felt bad for it. You know, yeah. I was, I was, I was going to pick it up and say, "Look here." <laughs> Look here. <laughs> we should have started like throwing at each other, keeping it off. Well, that would have been good. Keeping off. Keeping off the vibrator. You are a gentleman. But, See, our phone in in the first hour, that's a good distraction for John Howard. The poles are bad. Just have a bag with a dildo fall out of it. <laughs> Roll away. <laughs> I think I think people are talking before the dildo falls... Not dildo, the vibrator yeah, falls, falls out of his handbag. Why is John Howard carrying a handbag? It doesn't matter. It's distracted <laughs> yeah. you from the poles. Yeah, yeah, the visual yeah. of him with a handbag we, over his shoulder. Now it's got the buzz. Great there we callers. Go. We have to play some music. Please oh, don't go away, listeners. Oh. We'll be back with more cringing embarrassment in a moment. I'll get this. No idea how to wind that one up. Thank you, Eskimo <laughs> Joe, New York. Here, I get this. It's Triple M, and we have more embarrassed callers. Ryan Shelton is here. He wants to be part of the embarrassment. Mm. Hi, Julie. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good, good. Good. Uh, a funny story. Great. Well, let's hear it. That'd be great. <laughs> funny story. You haven't called John Laws, so that is appropriate. <laughs> it's actually my sister's engagement party many years ago. Um, my grandfather just got brand new hearing aids, and so you know how they are, they're a bit loud yep. when they got new hearing aids. And she had international students staying with her, so they were at the party. Throughout the whole speech, get the bloody Japs out of here. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Take the Japs, they shouldn't be here. Oh, yeah, that's, that is and how did how did that go down? Well, then we all had um, different timetables scheduled to look after him in the corner for the rest of the party. <laughs> right. <laughs> in turns to entertain him. And <laughs> only, three, him only three party goers were bayoneted. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you, Julie. Oh, th- hi, Scott. How are you? G'day, guys. How are you going? Uh, really good, man. What happened? Uh, when the movie As Good As It Gets came out, yeah, yeah. Yep. the... Um, I think it's Greg Kinnear, is that who was yeah, in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was doing uh, interviews, and uh, there was one on TV, and the lady interviewing said, now, I hear when uh, you were on set, you used to do a great impersonation of Jack Nicholson. Oh. And he said, he said, yeah, but I can't do that, I'll get in trouble. And she goes, oh, come on, please. And he goes, you know, no, no, I can't be doing that, clearly doing the impersonation. And she said... Oh, well, obviously you don't want to do it, so we won't force it out of you. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the rest well, of the interview, 
every question you could tell, the only thing on his mind was that I can't believe she didn't realise I was doing it. <laughs> well, we see a lot of that. That's a beauty. Uh, <laughs> Wilkins has made a career out of stuff like that. Richard Wilkins has got that stuff down. The, the Oscars red carpet. That is just it's, it's unwatchable. It is like watching The Office oh. or Cooper Enthusiasm. You know when it's so embarrassing you have to go into another room and, and just listen and just to listen. it? That happens to me all the time. Just make a sandwich. I've yeah. got to t- type away on the computer. Just switch it. Oh, it's the com- it's the comedy equivalent of a really scary part of a film. Yeah. It's like just just t- tell me when it's finished and I'll come back in. Who else is embarrassed? Ross, how are you? Uh, Ross? Ross, oh, is it? Oh, Andrew, maybe. All right. Either Andrew, one, we're embarrassed. Yeah, is that Andrew? Andrew? Yeah. How are you guys? Hey, man, what happened? All right, I'll set the scene for you. I've got a four-year-old son, and we've had real problems with him sleeping in our bed. Mm. Anyway, I've gone overseas, and my wife has picked me up at the airport on my return. And my son at the top, top of his lungs, right next to the baggage, baggage carousel, has yelled out, Don't worry, Dad, no one slept with Mum while you're away. Whole <laughs> place went quiet. <laughs> and was he telling the truth? Oh, I certainly hope. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got it. No, we haven't. <laughs> wow. One more? Oh, I think. Oh, oh don't. You, Ross, no. We're going to be so embarrassed if we've lost Ross. We've lost Ross, and Ross was uh, herding swans across the road as well, and they replayed it a hundred times. Well, That's give ourselves the music. Yeah, oh, well. <laughs> That's how every episode we've is. Earned, we've earned it. Uh, thanks to everyone who called. Great stories, but uh, we've had a lot of requests for uh, some of that scary testimony from Peter Costello. Have you heard any of his oh. evidence against Kevin Rudd, right? Bits and pieces. Probably not the way that I'm about to hear it right now, possibly. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a new version of the old evidence. <laughs> brum, brum, brum. <laughs> Coming up next on Get This. That's Eagle Eye Cherry save tonight here at Get This. Live table tennis in the studio. <laughs> it's miniature table tennis. Our guest Ryan Shelton has brought in a mini table tennis set. How's it playing, uh, Ed? Happy? Uh, look, it's beautiful. Uh, the bats are responsive. The yeah. table is hexagonal, which is creating some amazing kind of angled corner shots. And Ryan, as usual, is as sold as a rock. Wow, miniature table tennis. Uh, but in the meantime, we've had a lot of requests for the thoughts of Peter Costello. Now, uh, you know, he's still obsessed with Kevin Rudd. Uh, what? Yeah, just whatever you want to talk about. Totally <laughs> <laughs> busy here, it doesn't matter what he's talking about. He keeps uh, wheeling out his Kevin Rudd theories. And I don't know if you saw him at the press conference on the weekend just after the, um, well, the plane incident in Baghdad. Here's what happened. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let me begin by uh, reassuring you the Prime Minister is safe. Um, you must have seen the, the footage of him running uh, from the plane, screaming uh, like a schoolgirl, waving his hands in the air. I mean, sure, uh, some might suggest that that's, uh, you know, not prime ministerial behaviour. Maybe there's someone else, someone who might have done a better job of emerging from that plane, uh, and someone with perhaps a better grasp of uh, the economic fundamentals. Uh, but that's not for me to say, and I'd, I'd rather you wouldn't uh, suggest such a thing. Well, the fact is we're all uh, slightly distracted by, uh, obviously, the, the assassination attempt. And, you know, it's over now. Rudd's been foiled. and uh, Well, you know, ask yourself this. Where was Kevin Rudd? on the weekend. Uh, who's to say he wasn't in Baghdad well, on a ground air missile? Well, OK, maybe he's, uh, you know, controlling it from back here, you know, in a restaurant in Perth. You know, he's sitting there, Brian Burke's working the joystick, uh, 
Tony Mockbell's uh, you know, navigating, Bradley John Murdoch's uh, over at the, the salad bar, throwing in suggestions. I mean, I wouldn't put anything past Rudd and his cronies. Well, yeah, what are you people pilots now? Eh? I mean, it's a plane. It's full of smoke. I mean, it's a confusing environment. Who, who knows if it was smoke? Maybe it was, uh, you know, a swarm of killer wasps that uh, Rudd and Burke and Mockbell have, uh, you know, released from the overhead lockers. How would they do that? Uh, you know, by remote control. Uh, who's to say that uh, they weren't planning to um, redirect that plane uh, towards, uh, you know, an orphanage full of kiddies? Uh, you know, and where's the team of inspectors round at his house looking for killer bees? I mean, wouldn't that be the place to start? Well, what exactly was the young Kevin Rudd up to? You know, I'm sure we've all seen that film, The Omen. Oh. You know, there's a lot of uh, loose ends that need tying up. Let me ask you this, who was known as Dr Death when he was working in Queensland? Yes, but sure. Now, who's to say Rudd himself? Oh, oh. Well, you know, Ooh, nobody would stop the question. It wouldn't be until... You know, the garroted corpses of various uh, members of staff are found piled high in an earring cupboard at the basement of the hospital that maybe people start to put two and two together. Who was that young Dr Rudd we had in last week? Well, well, you you wouldn't be able to find them because he would have burnt them in his incinerator along with, uh, you know, his buddies, uh, you know, Mockbell and uh, Burke and, and, and Hannibal Lecter. Fictional. You, you mean like uh, like the story of why Rudd got thrown off the farm? Oh, well, that's, you know, we accept one fictional story, we uh, we turn our noses up at another. When we uh, come around to election time and we say, do we want the common sense... Uh, you know, hand on the tiller, steady as she goes approach of Prime Minister Costello, um, Howard, or do we want Dr Death strapped to a gurney, you know, using his his tongue, which which extends from his body a good 20 metres, and can strangle a kitty and slam them into a wall, splattering brains across a poor elderly person's pension book and calling that policy. It's time to have a look at ourselves, I think. You know, a few people want that. Well, all I can say is um, John Howard is safe. Kevin Rudd is a murderer. Which uh, piece of news are you going to report tomorrow? My guess is it'll all be about the plane flight and there won't be anything about Rudd and the rotting, stinking corpses piling up in his basement. And, uh, you know, if you can't handle the truth, people, please stop asking me all these questions about Kevin Rudd. Thank you very much. Thank you for it's time to go as we hear the strains of It's a Knockout. Ah, look at things, that. Things I did not know about Kevin Rudd, to be honest. <laughs> I, I'm surprised I haven't heard about that. Hey, watch out. How does he have access to so many killer bees, you're probably wondering. <laughs> Ryan, when is Rove that you're vaguely involved in yeah. uh, coming back? April 1, it is back. Bang. Uh, Sunday nights. On um, the 10 Network. And luckily there's nothing really big up against it at that <laughs> yeah. time, so it should it should, uh, it should be fine. Something well, about anatomy. and no oh, who, knows? who knows? Who knows? Who watches that rubbish show? Uh, thanks for joining us today, and I think our key phrase was... She was also fined $1,050. If she doesn't pay, she could spend 21 days in jail. Summer Burke. Makes me feel fine. 10 News. <laughs> 
will be joined tomorrow by comedian Sean Hughes from Ireland. And it's all thanks to As Yet Nobody. Equally, absolutely false.